I do know where they come from. They are designed, engineered in Bern, and they are 3D printed in OpenCell. So this is really a big, huge USP, which is getting more and more important. Welcome to the Swisspreneur Show, a podcast about startup stories and learnings from experienced entrepreneurs. Here's your host, Sylvan. Sylvia, Simon, a very well welcome to the Swisspreneur podcast. It's a pleasure to have you as guests today. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Very cool. You're the co-founders at Ileve Optics, Swiss-made eyewear. I jump right in, Simon. What motivated you to start your own company? Hey, my pain was uh, as a very since 16 um, uh, glasses, they slipping always down on the nose. And I was really, yeah, it's really painful to, to bring them all the time back. And then the idea came up in my master thesis. I said, hey, there must be a solution to solve that. And during this, I, I developed a new hinge, a click-in hinge, but which we patented not right now. Uh, spend a lot of economic data into the nose section and in the temple. So really try to reduce to the, to the absolute minimum, which is necessary to guarantee an outstanding comfort. And that was kind of the milestone where, yeah, where everything started. It's really your own problem that you tackled there. I love that. I love companies that emerge from solving your own problems. Another very important part of any company is the timing. Why are you working on Eleve Optics right now? A good question. Um, I guess there are so many brands outside, um, or I know there are so many brands outside, but they differentiate most or only in, in shape and color. And um, for example, at the Hinge, there was no no uh, product innovation since decades. And that's the reason we thought there is a chance to, to um, go on the market or, or have a chance on the market just because doing it better and focusing on really the added value. So really making glasses which are having an outstanding comfort, which are really light and solving the real problem. And um, yeah, that even if you have to wear glasses that you don't recognize them. And the other thing is as well that we, um, we know that people are getting older, so the need is still there or is getting bigger. Um, and as well, the short sightedness um, is getting yeah, it's getting stronger because we're using all the, the mobile devices all the time. Um, in cycling, there is a real boom at the moment, any, not only in cycling, but as well in outdoor sports. And as well, there is yeah, the need of a, of a functional um, sports glasses essential. And the other thing, um, maybe coming back to question number one is, well, we, we decided we wanted to do a, a sustainable product and a product which is locally produced. And I guess this is, well, a, a, yeah, a topic which is very important at the moment. And we really believe in that. That's also why you're Swiss made, right? That's a key USP from from your production. De- definitely. That's that's what we see in in. Also, when, when we talk to our customers, what is actually like really a, a reason why they, they buy um, Lars Brillen or Ileve Optics, uh, Ileve District for, for sports glasses? It's really, well, I do know where they come from. They are designed, engineered in Bern, and they are 3D printed in OpenCell. So this is really a, a big, huge USP, which is getting more and more important. So the customers know where their product come from. You also mentioned to two different brands, right? You mentioned Lars 
brilliant. And you also mentioned Ileve District. Can you explain a bit more what the difference is between the two brands and what segments that, that you actually serve and tackle with the two different brands? Mm. We started actually with Lars Brillen. Um, we do have prescription and sunglasses. Lars Brillen is a B2B brand, so we do not sell them directly. We do sell uh, Lars Brillen to opticians. And uh, our partner opticians uh, do like served customers with prescription glasses, etc. Um, then we came up as we are both very into cycling very sporty. Um, we came up with the sports glasses, with the cycling glasses. And as we really wanted to tell this story about Swiss made, about engineer designed in Bern, um, we, we wanted to have this connection, this heritage um, being transported in, in, in our brand. And Ileve actually means bicycle. I guess you do know Martin English, the old secret lang language from Bern. And Ileve actually means bicycle in Martin English. And it's really like a positioning topic that we said, well, we do have like the B2B case, like the optician case, and we want to build a brand, a B2C brand that we can sell direct to the customers. And so we, we even wanted to transport like the Swiss made heritage um, in a stronger way. And also be able to transport like the, the cycling, the passion within the brand name. Again, this personal connection and motivation behind it. I, I, I love that. I think that's through and through exactly what motivates you every day, I assume. Another important part um, is, of course, the team of any company. So what experience, what skill set does your team bring to the table to make your company success? I guess it's the two of us. I mean, Silvia is coming from com uh, communication marketing, has a lot of experience, spent a lot of time at Swisscom and in different different agencies. Myself, uh, my background is coming um, from the R&D, engineering, innovation and design. Um, I think there's a perfect match between us from the product side as well from the branding side. Uh, we're both into sports. Uh, Silvia is a passionate runner and uh, since uh, since two or three years as well, very passionate in, in cycling. And myself too, um, I did 15 years um, canoe slalom on, a, on, a, on the national team. So kind of these things which brings us together. And um, currently we have two opticians in, in the team, which are bringing the know-how from the optics in. We have Serial, which which is uh, uh, yeah has a lot of experience in, in the startup um, area as well. B2C startups built up and sell, sold already. Um, and as well, the board is, I, I am always, um, yeah, a little bit proud to, to have a, such a board with, with uh, Andre, which is in the, uh, in the management of BMC Switzerland, the cycling company brings the cycling uh, know-how in Urs Berger, former Mobiliar, VRP, and as well now Fabian Cancellara, who is supporting us. Um, yeah, it's really cool to work with these people together every day um, and have a spirit which well, which is kind of sporty and, and focusing on optics. Yeah, I, I think like one one point is like the competences, like the know-how, the experience. Uh, and the other thing is like really have this shared values, this shared purpose, which is really strong in, in our team and which also motivates us every day to, yeah, to, to 
to work on this on this vision on this purpose and uh, I think that's that's an, an, another thing that's really important to really have this common base this common common and shared values that's on point the most quoted sentence I think from our podcast guests they say what makes a good team shared values and complementary skill sets so you need to have someone who can build and someone who can sell so that's the perfect description that you gave right there so you have the all-star team assembled um please also share some of the most recent milestones that you have achieved together as a team I guess there are two this year. At the very beginning, we were the first time on, a, on the, one of the biggest um, fair, optician fair in Munich. Uh, we gained uh, the newcomer award um, as, as, yeah, as, new, yeah, as newcomer of the year, which was kind of surprising and, and really cool because the, the topics are really, uh, the design uh, sustainable um, topics are really high, high valued um, for that. So we're really proud of that and helped us definitely. Um, yeah, as well in our for for gaining some more B two B customers, and the other thing is yeah that we we um, were able to gain Fabian Cancellara not only as as partner or, or as investor he is invested in the company and that's really cool because yeah he's, he's a huge network and a huge experience and really uh, as Silvia said before the same values and really focusing on on high quality uh, and yeah really really to bring the best product to the road um, so very cool. I'd like to add our growing customer base yeah. because <laughs> that's that's actually yeah they they give us the the good the good feeling about well we do have a, a product we do have a story that can function on the market and um, yeah it's we are really happy to see that by now we do have uh, like 40, 40 opticians working together with us we do have a growing customer base also with this with uh, with the sports classes and yeah they do become fans they do become loyal um, customers uh, with reordering new glasses so that's that's really a big achievement for us Absolutely. And that's also another big motivation boost, I assume, for you as founders to, to keep going, to keep pushing. Definitely. Definitely. It's always cool to, if, as well, we're going outside on events to, to feel it and uh, to people who are really a uh, fan and, and they're coming and knowing us even more from time to time. And that's, that's cool. Really cool to see. Fantastic. You mentioned before, you know, there is competition out there. Of course, there are many, you know, brands for glasses etc what what is the competitive landscape on 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 your market side how do you differentiate you mentioned the innovation at the beginning you know um how how else do you differentiate besides the the product on its own what makes you unique basically yes yeah definitely um we are talking about glasses right so there are like lots of of other brands also selling making and selling glasses but what we really uh, are into it is like really have this uh, this um outstanding convert like really have this product innovation so if you are sitting like next to another person wearing glasses Sylvan you can you can count how often this person pushes um her or or his glasses back 
So we really get rid of this problem because we we have the patented hinge, we have like the the very light material coming out of the 3D printer, and so we we can really assure this comfort um, comfortable uh, wearing feeling. And on the other hand, we we do have this Swiss made story, which is getting more and more important also to to customers, and. So those are the two points where we differentiate our competitors. We do have like really added value on, on the product and we do have added value on, on our company story, on our brand story with, with the Swiss made, yes. And I guess we really do stand for quality. So really bringing a long lasting quality product made in Switzerland or local made um, to the end consumer, which, which really solves the problem. And this is for the end consumer very important, but as well, for example, for our opticians, it's very important that we have short reaction times, really have a good customer service. So they, they, they have a customer in front of them and they are, uh, yeah, they, they need our help. So if we can deliver the products or if we can help in this situation, they can have, or they can make a positive uh, feeling or experience to, to their customers. And that's very important, we, we realized. Um, and on the other hand, I guess the 3D printing is is a really huge potential there because we are yeah we can produce on demand there is no stock or not a big stock needed we can send in, in the future the, the idea or the vision is really to to go in other markets by sending data producing there locally again um and what's really a, a thing is we're we're into so our our glasses are made out of three pieces so there is a, a front two temples and four pins that makes it very easy to, to disassemble and assemble the, the glasses, but as well to replace something, only a temple if needed. Um, they're really, they're really uh, stable, but it can happen. So you, you don't have to um, throw away the whole, the whole glasses. So that's one point. And as well, really trying to, or striving into the circular economy. So really focusing on, on using um, bio-based materials, which are, can go back into the, the circular. So really taking this responsibility uh, as a, as a startup or for our economy and our future. Even we know we cannot uh, save the world with glasses, that's for sure. But really focusing on the motivations really to, to push there in this direction. Absolutely. And I'm sure there's also a bigger customer need for what you're offering. I was actually curious to learn more about the, the 3D printing that you mentioned, that this allows you to keep a lower inventory, lower stock, and therefore also has probably less working capital needed for you to keep running the company. On the other hand, I do have a follow-up question on um, the, the Swiss focus. I think this is a unique positioning, you know, with your board, with Fabian Cancellara, obviously as a big poster boy, so to speak, to, to push you, to give you the recognition. On the other hand, is Switzerland a big enough market for you or does the Swiss focus also sort of limit potential international ambitions? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, it's it's a great market to start, and as you said, with this team anyway. But I guess there is definitely the the need to go outside now. That's as well. We're raising currently um, some funds, so it's the idea to go to Germany to have a, a German hub um, for for as well um, delivering delivering our our products into the Europe Union and really start start in Germany. Um, yeah, the, the ferry won the, the OptiBard last year was in Munich, so the, the people of Germany are as well interested in our product. So it's, yeah, this is definitely the, the idea to go 
the first step to Germany, then to Europe, and and uh, then hopefully as well uh, further um, in selected in selected regions, uh, in selected countries, in selected um, towns as, or as, areas. As Sorry. well with with cycling classes. I mean, cycling is booming like all over Europe, the world, and we really want to expand um, in twenty four like to other cycling hubs which are typically like um, bigger cities like Munich, Cologne, Copenhagen, so London, obviously. So this is really like uh, our next goal to to go international and, and to go to these cycling hubs. And in that regard, we probably have to look at it a bit more like a Swiss watch, right? The Swiss made focus is a sign of quality and not a limiting market factor in that case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, got it. So, of course, you know, the startup journey is also full of a roller coaster with many ups and downs. What was the toughest challenge that you had to overcome with your company so far? Well, obviously, there are like different challenge during this this startup adventure. Um, we started or we, we founded the company like two years ago. And as you can imagine, there are like, um, it's very hard to build up a love brand um, with low budget and within this competitive market. And there are like um, those really strong and dominated channels like Instagram, like Google ads and um, we are trying out how to how to, to to build our our ads, how to how to formulate um, the texts, etc. And when you when you think, well, now you 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 got it. Now you you know how the how the algorithm work, and you've you've got a campaign working not working not that bad. Then they do change something on the algorithm, and then well, the campaign does not per- perform that much. And so this was like really an interesting insight or, or even like um, also in, in formulating our market, marketing strategy to say, well, there are those, those big channels and we somehow are depending on those big channels, but we need to, to find our way. We need to, to work together with local cycling um, communities, for instance, we we really need to have also this local focus, not only um, w- within our production, like locally produced, but also with our uh, marketing at- activities. So on one hand, we do depend on, on the big channels, but on the other hand, we need to stay very creative and, and see what we can uh, yeah how we can work together with with local co- uh, communities yeah building a b2c brand that's a huge challenge yes yeah. that's a huge challenge uh, especially with uh, yeah as, as you are a, 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 a young or, or, or a new company on the market and yes with low budget but this keeps us creative i'd say so it's even like a plus punct Yes, and then maybe we can say this as well. I guess we believe in there. Yeah, we have to be creative, but as well focusing on the long-term relation to our customers and building a brand in a sustainable way um, for the future. So that's, yeah, it's not always easy to accept this, but yeah, you have, we have to be um, innovative and, and creative. So, and uh, yeah, step by step. So 
not always easy to be uh, patient. Absolutely. You also mentioned you're currently fundraising. So can you tell us a bit more how much money you're looking for in total and what you want to do with that money? I heard German expansion, etc. So I'm very curious to learn more about your plans here. Hey, yeah, we're looking for 800k uh, for the next round, for the seed round, um, with the idea to increasing the sales uh, and expanding to Germany um, with Lars, with Ileve, so with both brands going going outside of Switzerland, um, building with with in this in this um, together a uh, building up a strong brand and community community. So doing that in Germany as well, what we did or they're doing right now in, in Switzerland. And uh, yeah, establishing um, the first circular Ivar brand uh, and reaching the B Corp certification, which is a big goal of us as well. And uh, yeah, these are the, the main main topics which we we need the money for. So really, going going to Germany, expanding the sales, expanding the team, and pushing forward. Very nice. And you're also offering a ticket through the Swisspreneur Syndicate. So, of course, this is no investment advice here. Everyone needs to do their own due diligence. But whoever is interested in learning more about your case, about Ileve, they can uh, sign up for the deal, download your material to then have a look and make their own investment decision. So to wrap up the conversation, guys, I have three rapid fire questions for you to give us a bit more background about you as people behind the business. I'm going to start with you first, Sylvia. I'm going to ask you both the same questions, but I'm curious, what was your summer job as a teenager? I worked in an outdoor swimming pool in Kirchberg, so like the village next door. Yeah, and I sold candies to the children. I sold fries. I cleaned the water off the toilets. That was, that was a good summer. Nice. What was yours, Simon? And to be honest, I never had one. Uh, as I mentioned before, I was into into sports a lot, and th this time was really a lot of training. So when Silly was in the outer pool, I was probably paddling by, not 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 in the Kilchberg, but yeah, the other side. <laughs> yeah. So sports was your summer job, so to speak. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, training, <laughs> not paid for. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or not with money. Absolutely, Sylvia. What are you most proud of in your life? Well, that's, yeah, quite a, a difficult question. But when when I'm thinking about my situation right now, um, building up this this amazing startup together with Simon and, and with our team, I think like the, the step that actually was needed to, to, to be in this situation right now was to quit my, my corporate job out of the blue and to have no plans and just to to be patient and to see what comes across. And yes, that's that's a, a cool story. And with this um, quitting out of the blue, something really amazing started. It takes some guts to execute that move. Mm. What is it for you, Simon? What are you most proud of in your life? It's, it's heading into the same direction as Sylvia mentioned. And when I had this idea with the hinge, I was alone and I came to Bern, uh, get to know Sylvia and now building up this yeah, fabulous team. And that's kind of, re I'm really proud of. So if someone mentioned three years ago, I was really working with all these guys together. 
I probably thought, okay, yeah, cool. But um, now it's it's reality and it's really cool. So that's really the motivation every day, uh, having such a crew around and, and not only for business as well, kind of friendship uh, in there. Amazing. And Simon, what is a surprising fact that people don't know about you? That's the last question I have for you today. Um, hey, I lost the bat. <laughs> so I had to tattoo the two dots of our brand. So the Ilave district brand has two dots and I had to have to uh, tattoo myself. So I'm wearing two dots. Nice. Sorry behind that telling uh, anyone with, uh, who's interested by a beer. Exactly. So, so Simon is our brand canvas. Absolutely. I love that. And what what is the surprising fact that people don't know about you, Sylvia? Well, I I don't know if it's surprising or this was quite a hard question for me. For Simon, it was obvious, and for me, it was I was thinking and thinking and thinking about it. Um, I do have seven godchildren. The youngest one is three, and the oldest one is twenty. So yeah, that's quite a cool range. That's also um, sort of a nice statement. People trust you to be a, a good godmother. Yeah, yes. I like that. Beautiful. Hey, Sylvia, Simon, thank you so much for coming on the show. Best of luck with the fundraising, the expansion, and yet yeah, just in building your company. I'm really excited to follow your journey. And thank you again for being our guests today. Thanks a lot. Sylvia. Thanks a lot for having us. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, you can support us by rating our show on Apple Podcasts. This way, we can reach an ever-growing number of aspiring entrepreneurs. <laughs>